Welcome to episode 77 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I are covering chapters 155 to chapter zero, which means we are finishing Covet in this episode. So this is the end, guys. Thanks so much for listening to all of our Covet episodes so far. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We are back, guys, for episode 77. Um, last week was crazy. We apologize. <laughs> I know it, it, it feels like we're being inconsistent with our episodes, but things keep going terribly wrong. <laughs> like really, really terribly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amber and Amber was also sick last week. So, but I'm still sick. <laughs> but today we're finishing Covet, which means that. Um, We'll be completely done with this book, ready to move on to court. Now, I will give you guys a quick warning that um, I had to ship a physical copy of Court over to Amber, and it is currently on the way to her. Um, so we might actually have a couple episodes where we're not reading Court. We might do a couple fun in-between episodes as we wait for that book to reach Amber. Um, so, you know, just keep an ear out for that. And... I'm sure we'll post updates in our Crave the Book podcast tea room on Facebook. So be sure to join our group if you haven't already. Um, but today we are covering chapters 155 through chapter zero, which is the very last chapter of the book. Um, maybe next week we could discuss some bonus chapters, Amber. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I was like, uh, they, these are like going back through the previous chapters so I, I needed to stop the kind of timeline yeah yeah all right so last we left off luca had just been killed um and flint is missing a leg and <laughs> grace was trying to save him um hudson had decided that he was going to go ahead and use his power to just end things because the battle was going badly um amber when we do you have spoilers for this episode um not a not a spoiler as such for the whole thing i put it in spoilers just in case as a spoiler because i can't quite remember in the timeline of things but i think it's fine Okay, so if we end up having spoilers for Court or for Charm, um, or if we think of anything, just, as always, listen out for the wolf howl, um, and maybe we'll think of some things to discuss, but... I mean, I think it is because of what happens. Yeah. Yes, is a spoiler. <laughs> okay, all right. The, the gravity of, of the comment could be like, oh, that's cool, but actually... The gravity behind it, I think, is is a spoiler. Okay, so just listen out for the wolf howl if you haven't read through Court, I assume? Yes. Okay, and and um, if, as long as you finished Covet, you are good to listen to the whole episode. So, um, all right, so when we left off, Hudson had made that decision. He had almost, you know, already asked Grace for forgiveness without even really saying anything for what he was about to do. Um, and and right before he leaves, the little bubble of protection that Macy had created, Jackson kind of stumbles in, and we realize that he has been bitten by Cyrus. Um, so now he's begging Grace to basically save Flint, use whatever little bit of energy I have left, 
before I die and save Flint. And, you know, I'm just saying, I've never heard Jackson beg like that on Grace's behalf. He was begging yeah. her to save he, Flint. He, 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 he was very much the, um, please, if, if I ever meant anything to you. Like the sentences that he, he was using, he was he was pulling out every card in his deck to try and get her to do the thing. Yeah. Um, if if it was if it was Dungeons and Dragons, he had rolled about a seven out of twenty uh, on persuasion, and then just ad libbed and did the absolute best he could in <laughs> in terms of role play. Um, yeah, it, 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 the things he was using were not good justifications. Um, but I, I, I think for flavor, the DM went, sure, we'll, yeah. we'll go this way. Yeah. And, and you know, when Grace was kind of, she she kind of like smoothed back his hair and was giving him a little bit of that, you know. the Babying. Yeah. She was kind of babying him, <laughs> knowing that he was about to die. But then what pisses me off, like, I, I, I you guys know, I think that Jackson's a prick. Um, but when he said, I love you, Grace too much to ever let you choose me. I'm just like still a controlling little prick, even in death. Like allow is not a word that you use with your partner. I could not allow you to choose me. I will I'll never let you choose me. You don't, I mean, I don't know. It's not, that shouldn't be his call. But, yeah, and, I mean, I, I in my notes, I put, I volunteer you to kill you right now, Jackson, you irritating, manipulative man. Yeah. Like, at no point does he consider Grace's feelings. Like, she's literally got to kill him. She has got to feel the, the life drained from him to save her other friend and has also got to be the one to deliver the news to Flint if Jackson didn't make it in time to see Flint wake up that, Jackson gave his life to save him. Um, like there, there was a there was a great there was a Grey's Anatomies ep- episode where the daughter died and the father had to accept the heart as um, a heart transplant. Like she, she was the next donor on the list, and he was the next donate donating receiver, whatever it is. And he was like, I don't want it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want my daughter's heart beating in my chest. And I was like, I can imagine that Flint wouldn't want. The only re- the only reason that he is alive is because Jackson gave everything, right? Because at no point did they actually explore the avenue that the eternal blight definitely the eternal bite definitely would kill him, because he doesn't even really start to suffer. Grace says like, oh, he starts to like moan, and he must be in excruciating agony by now because of the bite. And I'm like, so he's not screamed or moaned, or made any noises up until that point, but maybe the only reason that he's doing that is because you're literally draining everything from him. Yeah. Like, what's to say that that was the reason why he died, and not the bite? Yeah, I think that that the point is, with Jackson, is that he's, I think he wants to go out his own way. I think that he thinks if he's going to die, it's going to be, he's going to do it, his own way 
And and I and I think that that was the that was the reason why he went straight after Cyrus was even Grace worked out that he had overheard her conversation with Hudson where she said I choose you, yeah. Um, and he just went oh okay cool I'm going to be a martyr. Seen as um, she's she's not going to choose me. She's not going to um, to break her mating bond to to save me. I have no soul. I've got nothing left to fight for. So I'm going to go and go straight to Cyrus. If that was the case, why did he go crawling back? Yeah, he like what was the inevitable end to a fight with Cyrus? He said and he even said like this, uh, like it it was always meant to be like this. Like, yeah, it's almost like he. He he knew when he went after Cyrus that this was how he was going to die. This Mm -hmm. is how he wanted to die. Yeah, Um and, in, and instead of, like, actually going, oh, I managed to land some blows on him, like, it seemed as though he went there, got bitten, and then immediately retreated, like. Yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't mention making making any progress, doing any damage, like, oh, yeah, you know, he bit me, but I yeah. punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I'm like, of all of, of all of all the things to, like, bring back to the group. And then he goes, oh, like, please, please, please stay with me. Like, I don't want to be alone when I die. And I'm like, you, do you really not know your friends enough to know that they wouldn't leave you? Not only to die, they wouldn't even leave your body. They right. Would, ah, he just annoys me. Even in death, he just annoys <laughs> me. But that moment was very, like, emotional. I was so stressed the um, first time I read it. I was I had to constantly put the book down and step away. Mm. Um and I think that it was mostly because where Grace had been describing the way that she had been taking the magic from everybody, like siphoning it off, and she's like, I've been like skimming the surface. Um, to make sure they still had enough power left. But when Jackson went, No, no, please, if you can do anything, like just take everything, she realized just how deep a well of magic he had. And immediately it started to fix Flint. And it made me wonder, like, if if Jackson hadn't done that, then Flint probably wouldn't have survived. Yeah. Because there was nothing else. There was nothing else he could have used as a well of power. There was... Everybody was waning in, in strength and energy. Um, the fight was still continuing. There was no end to the battle. The dragons um, weren't there yet. Yeah, like, literally, they had nothing. They had nothing else to fight with. And yet the opposing side had barely even started. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think that Flint would have survived had it not been for the well of power of Jackson. Yeah. Kind of given it. Um, and, and Hudson, you know, being Hudson's reaction where he immediately gravitated towards anger, where Macy was crying, Grace was crying, but Hudson just, he, he looked at Macy and he was just like, drop the protection. Which oh there was there was a sentence and I was like oh uh, yeah Macy and it was like I put was, Macy like, as a it. sub for sure oh yeah like he looked with the intensity of a thousand suns or something and I was like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah he he um, he told Macy to drop the protection and she was just like yep right away <laughs> yeah that's me that's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and you know he he went out. And he just started 
poofing everything. He started anything that came near him. Um, he did get hit once by a witch, but I mean, he was poofing the landscape, the trees, the the spring. He destroyed. He destroyed a lot of creatures, but then towards the end, he just destroyed the landscape to basically tell everybody, like, you know, I I will kill all of you if you do I not. Power. Right. I. This is how powerful I am. If you do not, if you do not leave, if you do not stop this, I will do this to you. And everybody started leaving. And, you know, I said, like, that's a noble move, Hudson. But if you just killed everybody at that moment, the whole mess would have been over way faster. Letting them go yep. was a huge mistake in the grand scheme of things. Yep. And I mean, to be honest, even killing just one of them, like Cyrus, just killing one Cyrus would have been enough because even through court, everyone's kind of following his lead. No one, no one's acting on their own path. They're not going on their own adventure going, ah, this is the way that I take over the world. It's, it's all Cyrus. Do do we even see Cyrus at all in these chapters? Like he obviously is there, Um, but he, he is at the, at the end when he's like escaping through portals, he's like scrabbling. He said that Cyrus was scrabbling. So I, I have two, two notes about the poofing. Um, and I said one one of them was, do you think that Mackay got a heads up about the rock that he was stood on suddenly disappearing, or did he Mackay coyote? I I imagined I imagined him just like falling and then landing in the sand on his butt, just poof. Yep. Yeah, like Mackay coyote, just like just kind of scrabbling in the air yeah. for a bit before falling. But I was like, I'd be so, I'm so rude. I was fighting here. I was fighting and then you just annihilated my competition as if the fight that I had just undertaken was nothing. <laughs> um, and then the second note that I was like, did the dragon that he poofed the wings from, like, did they just wake up with no arms? Like, is that how their anatomy works? <laughs> and what did I, why not just poof the whole dragon? Like, where, what? I don't know, but he poofed the wings and I'm like, that's got to be some payoff for when they're a human again. Like, what are they, are they missing, like, shoulder blades? <laughs> like, that would be not only, like, really inconvenient, but also you'd be able to turn back into a dragon at some point, but you'd have no wings. You'd it, be forever a wingless dragon. I guess it just depends, because Grace talks about when Flint when with Flint's leg gone, how he can balance better as a dragon. So I'm assuming that arms are front legs and, you know, we don't know if these are dragons with two back legs and wings Mm -hmm. or if they have four, four legs and wings. I've always assumed four legs and wings, which would mean that the wings are kind of their own separate. So they'd still come from something. It's just, they've, Hudson has turned it into a lizard. Yep. <laughs> They're just a giant Komodo dragon. dragon. <laughs> um, um, and then I was like, what else was I going to say? Oh, and then, um, so when Hudson poofed all the bones from Cyrus's body at the end of Crush, um, it didn't take long for Cyrus to regrow his bones <laughs> with a bit of, like, skelly grow from Madame Pomfrey. But, um, like... Uh, do dragons not have the same? Do they not have the same like healing powers? 
I don't know. I don't. We haven't really. We have because really... of all the animals, lizards are the one thing that you know, like they could drop their tail and grow it back. Well, a lot of times they can drop their tail, but they usually don't grow it back. It's a one and done. You drop your tail, yeah. and, then, and then you have no tail. But it's, it's a starfish I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's not devastating if they drop a tail. Were crabs, on the other hand, were crabs, on the other hand, they definitely grow back. You limbs. cut one claw off, and they grow ten. Ugh. Like a like a hydra crab. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here was here was my question because Flint wakes up near well. Flint Flint wakes up right about the time that his mom and the Dragon Court arrive. Um, and Flint first he realizes that Jackson's dead, and he's devastated. But then he looks well, over. He's not dead yet. He's like dying yeah still having conversations with him he's not saying what's going on yeah they're kind of they're kind of that's right they're kind of like jackson's snarking back at him you know just trying to take the humor out um but then flint realizes that luca is also dead and i'm like can you imagine like first of all being taken out right at the beginning of a battle and then waking up to both of the people that you love most laying dead beside you. Like I, I It would require a lot of therapy. Right. Like what once again, why the hell are these kids not in therapy? Cause like not only did you get knocked out and miss the entire battle, so you were kind of lumbered with those feelings of like uselessness, um, survivor's guilt like all of those kind of bad emotions but then you also find out that two of your loves are dead so therefore you've got that like sort of like alone feelings and grief and all those kind of sad feelings for being like loved and lost better than loved at all blah 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 but then you've also got the whole well you'd only be here if it uh, like, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Jackson's like entire body yeah. Just giving everything. And um, and then we, we find out that both of his loves are vampires. And then we also find out soon what happens to vampires when they die. This just... Yeah. You've got nothing. Nothing. Yuri, I'm, I'm very surprised that when Yuri... I mean, first of all, the fact that she chose... She could have potentially saved Jackson or... Luca. I mean, maybe Luca was dead for too long. I don't know. Um, but so she- I have a theory. Okay. What was the thing that she said when she had given the heart and she said to Jackson, she said, you owe me a life debt, vampire. Yeah. And I'm calling it in now. What was the next thing she said? Protect my son. I don't think that Luca would have had the same. Ah, so it would be better for ability. her. To bring Jackson Yeah, in. I think it was a very self... Like, it looked like a selfless act that she was picking the one that Jackson should be with. Or or there's so many other avenues that you can go down as to why she chose Jackson that it might have been, like, Flint had told her that he loved him more or whatever. I think it was selfish in the way of, I'm going to choose the strongest protector, strongest guardian for my son. Because Luca, when um, he gave grace access to his magic to save flint it was grace like even noticed she was like there were literally there was barely scratched the surface of it there was nothing yeah um so it made me wonder 
whether Nuri chose him because he was the only choice in the way of protecting her son. And she knew that that life debt would mean something. And I do think that that's going to come out because in court, it doesn't really, does it? Like nothing really is Mm. like, oh, wow, Jackson, Jackson fulfilled that promise there. No. I think that that favor is going to come into question in Cherish. Yeah. Big time. Um, Where he feels like he's owed it. Like he's, he, I, I owe this because I am alive because of your mum and your mum gave me this promise that I have to protect you. And there's going to be some, some big thing that's going to happen. Yeah, because even Hudson, when, when um, Grace is making the promise with the unkillable beast to return the crown to her, he just keeps saying her without... Mm. You know, but she starts to say, I promise. And Hudson's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, yeah, don't promise anything. Promises here are a lot different than, you know, normal human promises. So you need to be sure. Um, so. And, promise, and promises get used a lot, like uh, the whole like um, pacts and, and things like that get used a lot. A, a life debt, however, is something vastly different. Yeah. Um, and. I, I'm I'm concerned for Jackson now. I've reread those chapters where I'm like, oh, actually, that's not been called upon yet. Yeah. And Grace has um, a life debt to the to the crown as well, right? She she owes a favor. That's not a life debt. That's a favor. Okay, so that's just a one a one and done. But Jackson yeah. and Flint, <laughs> but yeah. That it's almost like a forever bound type thing. Yeah, you owe me your life. Yeah. Um, and then there was one sentence that I think hit harder um, this time round reading. And it was, I've lost Luca and Jackson. Why would I care about my fucking leg? Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, if, if I woke up and I didn't have a, a limb... I don't. I don't know. I don't know which. What I would find for worse. Oh, I would definitely find losing my partner. I would. If somebody told me, you know, your partner is going to die unless I am allowed to chop your leg off right now. Oh yeah, no, no, no question. Like take my leg. But then I get. But then I get my partner. Yeah. That is a like. Not only have my two loves dead. Uh, have my two loves died i also now don't have one of the most important limbs for a human to have and you maybe you you feel that worthlessness of not being able to avenge them i genuinely would feel there is no point right i'm very surprised that you know just thinking about how much nuri loves her son i find it very odd that after everything like that goes down when she finally does save Jackson, which is straight out of Dragonheart. Have you seen Dragonheart? Oh yeah, no, I had the time, the, um, it was, it was, it was a perfect Dragonheart moment. Um, so for those of you, you youngins, it's an older movie, but watch Dragonheart. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. I love that. They're really, really, really bad CGI. Oh, yeah. The second one as well. I actually did like the second one. Um, But, yes, um, go watch Dragonheart if you haven't, kiddos, because it's good. But it was that's exactly how I envisioned the scene 
um, even with like the light shining and through the <laughs> chest and <laughs> the but I'm very surprised that Nuri, I mean, afterwards she climbed onto Aiden's back and flew away. And I'm like, I would not leave my son. I would be like, nah, you're coming with me. We're gonna get, we're gonna get you a fake leg. We're gonna get you recovered. Like, like I don't even know. Like, where does she go after that? Because she just goes back to the dragon court, I assume. Which I, we still don't know if she can remain queen. We even no. we don't even find that out in court because they even ask. They're like, what happens when our dragon queen can no longer? become a dragon what does that mean what does it mean for a vampire to have a dragon heart which that question kind of gets answered later no spoilers mm -hmm. but we do not find out the other question what happens to the dragon court if the dragon queen literally is not a dragon anymore we do however find out that jackson does regain his soul yeah he says he can feel it again yeah because i i always I think whenever we had our spoiler section and we were talking about how Jackson um, gets the dragon heart and doesn't have a soul and things like that. And we were like, wonder whether this gets this fixed because he now ha he could now be maybe getting a soul back and stuff. I, I think I forgot that sentence entirely. Yeah. And it literally answers the question of, yeah, he, he does get, he can feel his soul again. Uh, he feels whole. Um, and they just expect uh, him to get right up and start. Apparently, he feels fantastic because um, Flint leaves with the order to take Luca's body back. But Jackson mm -hmm. Jackson sticks around with Hudson and Grace to um, go free the unkillable beast, which that scene went really fast. Like, that was such a fast scene. She just walks right in, unshackles yep. him real quick. He does like a... a battle cry and then zoop, turns into and then a, he's like ah oh, water and cookies yeah and then he's water and cookies gobble 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 <laughs> eating cookies and drinking you haven't eaten in a thousand years and that's the first thing that people give you yeah and you what don't, has been like <laughs> you'd be so confused about the water bottle the cookie packet like your mouth would be so dry <laughs> Yeah, but also like they are doing the, all of this and like assuming that he, um, so when when he turns human and then they all just like go oh, okay, so Grace has been talking to him in his head, but they've all been assuming that he is English, like he speaks English. Yeah, like telepathically, it could just be like you know like kind of hieroglyphics where she's like speaking in right images and concepts, but the moment that he's human and he uses his mouth, it's like gobbledygook. Like, they're like, he must be confused. And it's like, no, maybe he's just trying to translate because you guys have just assumed. And how old is he? Like, even 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 if he does speak English, like... It's a thousand years ago English. Right. Trying to communicate with somebody like from a, medieval a thousand British. years ago would be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Which it was because he was just kind of spewing nonsense about giving the crown back to her, to her. To her. Which, and never says a word. Never says their name. You would think <clears> that of all the things that you would remember, it would be your mate's name. You would be able to say. I don't know. I don't know because sometimes you could you can obsess about something so much that you you reduce it to the barest yeah thing. And if he was basically a rock for that long, that maybe he has not forgotten her name, but that the important things to him was that she was a uh, his mate and that she was. A woman. Yeah. 
Like he remembered everything about her in terms of being his mate and someone that he trusted, someone that he had to save. Like name wouldn't really be important except for sentimental reasons. Yeah. He's at, he's very... Um... It would have removed most of court if he had just said this person. Yeah. Did you remember... Uh, did you watch Rings of Power? No. There's um, Gandalf is um, kind of this very reduced down to nothing character. Um, he's, he's very young and a little bit insane, um, but his character in Rings of Power, because it's, you know, thousands of years earlier before the main Lord of the Rings story, it reminds me a lot of how the unkillable beast in human form uh, speaks because he doesn't really, he doesn't really know how to talk. He's, he, he can say friend and things like that. Um, but his character where he just kind of takes off running and I mean, that would be so stressful trying to take care of a, an adult human like that, that's still able to run and be able-bodied. Like normally when you think of a person like that, you either think of a child or an elderly person or, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people struggle with any autistic children that they have. Right. So once they, re once they reach a certain age, they become stronger you have than the parent. That, you have to have that patience and mm -hmm. but I'm I'm very glad that um it seems like the unkillable beast, you know. It's just a little chap in tweed. He knows <laughs> he knows exactly what he what he needs to do. He 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 might not be able to articulate it, but he does seem like he knows exactly what he needs to do. Um but they they end up How he does it how he does it. Like he is a gargoyle, right? So you you know the 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 power limitations that he has, right? So he runs off of this island. You know that the only way for him to get off the island is to fly. Mm -hmm. Does he fly as this giant mountain? Is that what he turns into every time he turns into a gargoyle, or does later down the line, know. now that he's not, you know, because we don't find out, do we? No. Did he have wings? I don't know, but they would have to be pretty big. He's right. a mountain. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't even or remember him. does he just walk into the ocean and be an island? Just to fl just float. <laughs> Use the like, current. It would be a very long way to get to where you need to go, but... Yeah. Yeah, it, just, it, made, me, it made me think that cause he ran out of that cave in a hurry. Like, he literally just went, here you go, here's a crown, bye. And then ran. And I was like, well, there's only a few ways off of that island, and... One of them is flying, he just, I which think he, he can just wanted, do as a gargoyle. He just wanted to go outside. He wanted to see, you go outside? <laughs> he wanted to see air. Go outside? Outside? <laughs> it's like a dog that's been inside all day. He's like, I want to go outside. Outside. Um, how did you... He'd be busting for a wee as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what he, that's why he ran out. He had to go pee immediately. Yeah. Um. So the crown... When first read through, I, I remember when it was a tattoo and I was like, oh, yeah, more convenient. But though. then I was like, I, but then I don't like maybe a physical thing was it's going to be harder to maintain control over. Whereas a tattoo is nice and concealing. It's not something that you would expect to find on someone and go, oh, this is what I need. Um, Hard and harder to steal, too, though Grace did yeah. have that fear that maybe someone would try to chop her hand off to get it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, why did it have to be on your hand? Yeah, like maybe like up on, on your butt cheek or something, you know? Yeah. 
As long as it's not on your forehead. Yeah. You gotta gotta put it somewhere discreet. <laughs> um Yeah, and and then when she described it as well, it wasn't like a crown picture. It was like a circle of of concentric circles, seven concentric circles that made the picture of a, a wreath or a crown. And all I had in my head was the Olympics. I'm imagine, imagining them in a circle, like around, like kind of like um, the EU flag. I'm trying to think. No, there's like, I have a very specific symbol in my head, but I can't think of even what the name is. Um, but I think I definitely do think that in the long run, having it as a tattoo is more convenient. And it doesn't seem that Cyrus knows that it's a tattoo. No. He thinks that. No, and like you also don't immediately start using it. Yeah. You're like, cool, I've got this tattoo of this magical thing. And Let's test it out. And it's glowing. Hudson said that it's glowing. So, I mean, it's clearly full of magic. Um, <coughs> they end up uh, going back to Catmere Academy. Macy builds a portal and they all bounce out and when they arrive back the forest around the school is on fire they get inside the building and it is just destroyed which honestly is heartbreaking to me i fall very um in love with locations i really hope that catmere academy gets restored in cherish um because i'm i'm always very sad when <laughs> a location that you love gets you know destroyed it would be like if the house of the wind in a court of thorns and roses like were to be destroyed i would i would be devastated or, or just valaris in his in his own right yeah like if any of those areas like got destroyed it would just be mm -hmm. it's the biggest insult is taking a place that's that's safe and that's home and destroying it you know it's almost like losing a character it's it's sad um but they realize that um well, the unkillable beast, he turns to stone at in in the school. Uh they found mm -hmm. Maurice, the the nurse. Um but I mean really the the school is empty. They don't know why, other than that, you know, Cyrus might have used the battle as a distraction to ultimately capture all the children of mm -hmm. circle members. And then the book just Abru ends. Ab abruptly ends and we had to wait ye what two like years? two years yeah a whole decade years when i was when i was a young whippersnapper 1962 <laughs> we had to wait so long um to get answers and then and of course right at the end hudson's like i think i'm gonna tell her what i saw in the laundry room that day i think i'm gonna tell her about her emerald string and i'm just like Bastard. Right. Like, uh. Stop holding things back from people. If they need to know something, tell them when they find out. What is with all the secrets and surprises and, oh, well, I can't tell her because she'll be too upset. It's like, dude, she's going to be more upset if you don't tell her until a sudden moment where you go, this is now useful information. That'd be like finding out that your partner has, like, a disease or something and then HIV. Yeah, you're just like, I'm not you know what? I'll tell her later. Yeah. Well I'll tell her when I fix it. It's like, no. Tell her now. Because not only would she be the moral support throughout it, but also she'd probably be able to come up with a solution that you've not thought of. Yeah. 
You could work work at it together rather than taking that weight all on your own, which Hudson has always done. He's kind of a... Unless it's HIV, and then I'm sorry. Yeah. And, well, let's hope that, you know... I mean, Hudson, he's been around for a while. We don't know how many partners mm-hmm. he's had. I don't think that he can get his STIs. I think that was one of the, one of the things that he he can't get. <laughs> was there proof in the book? <laughs> oh, vampires can't get syphilis. They can't get syphilis. <laughs> I was going to say episode title, but I feel like it needs to be more epic than that. Vampires can't get syphilis. Doesn't it doesn't scream end game for this book. Um, so that's where we left off. Um, Amber does have one spoiler. So if you haven't read through court, you might want to bounce out now and join us next week when we start. Um, well, we'll probably do bonus chapters next week. I doubt we're going to be starting court next week. Um, but Amber, um, jump right into your spoiler. Cause yeah, I'm seeing it. Yes. It's a doozy. Okay. And possibly pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we know that Nuri gave up her heart, like dragon heart. So remember when Grace almost got Alistair to give up his heartstone as a guy, as the unkillable beast. Mm-hmm. He went to do it in a second without thinking, like he went to take out his heart as a gargoyle. Almost as if he didn't want to be a gargoyle anymore. He didn't want the gargoyle anymore. So do you reckon that the the heartstone does the same thing as a as a dragon heart? I mean, I believe that it was a dragon heart stone. I believe that they referred to it as a dragon heart stone. So maybe all paranormals have a heart stone. Maybe maybe that is like the epicenter of their power except vampires because they have bloodstones <coughs> do they have bloodstones or is it that when they it was die the thing, it was the thing it was the thing that they make it's the crystallized blood that forms into the, the the rock and that's what they used as one of the things to get hudson yeah out so maybe all yeah, species the, can do it <coughs> maybe but i was just thinking like what if that's the one way that grace needs to save someone and cherish Oh, and give her give up her gargoyle? Yeah. She really doesn't want to rule the gargoyle court. No, she doesn't, but also she loves her gargoyle. Yeah. So it would be a proper sacrifice that she gives up her gargoyle. But based on what happens with um, Jackson and the fact that he has the dragon hearts, it's not just that it saved him. He became a dragon. Yeah, he, he maintained his vampire powers and mm-hmm. became a dragon. So whoever could get saved with the gargoyle heartstone could also become a gargoyle. Hudson could be Hudson could tech. I mean, Hudson is the van, or is the um, the gargoyle king, even though he's not a gargoyle, right? Because mm-hmm. if Grace is on the circle, she's the queen. That would make him the king, even though he is a vampire. So if he and if the, if she does, because she 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 said with the crown that she was going to take away his powers. I'm just concerned that at one point she's going to take them away because he doesn't want them anymore, and then it's going to leave him vulnerable. He's going to almost die. She gives him the heartstone. He becomes a dragon, dragon a, a, a gargoyle vampire. So he is a vampire with all of his vampire speed and strength and everything, just without his powers. But then he's also a dope-ass gargoyle. And then Grace is just bog-standard human. Now, uh, is that's not a preferable ending. 
No, but is this the first time in history that this has ever happened? You mean to tell me that that this has never happened before? That no, there's never been a a dragon that sacrificed its heart to. I mean, even a even a wolf, like or a witch. Well, I don't think so because um, well, uh, what was what was Nuri's husband called? Aiden. Aiden looked at her with like pride, as if she was the most beautiful and amazing and majestic thing on earth. And I'm like, he wouldn't be able to immediately make the same connection. That was what she was doing. If that was something that had never been done before. Yeah. Cause I mean, like he immediately knew what she was going to do. Right. And if it was an unprecedented event, then he wouldn't immediately assume, Oh, she's about to do that. Well, maybe they because dragons are very selfish creatures, you know, by nature, regardless. And there's already been m- multiple, mentions of dragons being selfish in the books as well yeah. so it, it's it's seems to be a universal rule maybe it is that it isn't uncommon for dragons to give their hearts to other dragons but the idea of you know a rival race them sacrificing themselves for a vampire maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's never happened before at least maybe it's never been documented because when we do find out that Jackson can shift into a dragon, it is a very like, you know, whoa moment that everyone acts like they've never seen it before. Another thing that I would like to see whether it is a case is whether he is also golden brown. I think they because then that would be her color, dragon. I thought they just they just they describe Nuri's color of her dragon, but I don't remember what Jackson's dragon's color is to know whether it is the exact same dragon. I do believe that. I do believe that it was that he is. Um, I can't remember, but they do describe his color. I just can't remember what it is because we Cause don't. Yeah, if it's if it's golden brown, it'd be a nice little yeah nod. And then and then my other question now is that whoever it was that was the dragon that escaped the Ethereum had to give up their Heartstone to the Crone. Oh. Is the crone a dragon? I don't know. Like, why would you just have that and not use it? Maybe she's got it in a jar somewhere. It's like a (laughs) petrified dragon heart. She's using it in spells. (laughs) Eye of Newt, heart of dragon. But yeah, I was just saying, like, did, did he give it to the crone? Or was that just the leverage that the crone told him he was going to need to give? Right. It wasn't that she even really wanted it, wanted it for a purpose. It was just a... Or was she part of that transaction at all? Or was it was just the story that she knew? Right. Was I... Hmm. That would be an interesting one, especially since she's had that kind of... um, When Jackson came and he didn't Mm -hmm. have a soul and she was immediate... She could immediately identify that he had no soul. What's it going to be like when she sees him again? What's it going to be like when... But also if he had a dragon heart... And he went in with a soul. She could have fixed him. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> um, and then what happens if, like, Jackson needs to give up his dragon or something? Like, does that mean that he's instantly dead? He can't give his dragon. It's the only thing keeping him alive right now. Yeah. Ooh, I, I speculate that in Cherish... I speculate that we're going to probably lose an important 
character. I don't think that our all of our favorites are going to make it out alive. <laughs> Did you say Grace? <laughs> she she's my least favorite character. <laughs> um, I'm really really hoping it's not someone like Uncle Finn. It would that would I genuinely would cry. Would it be because of Finn or would it be because of Macy? Because he was like a father figure that was, he's not important enough of a role for me to feel like he would dive into the battles or anything. So for the fact that he would just die would be just such a waste. Right. And it's also like what his death would mean. Not For me, it's mm-hmm. not so much that I would care about him dying, which, you know, I don't want him to die. Um, but, you know, he's... He, he's not he's a, only just got his wife back. Right. As well. it, what his death would mean would be so devastating for Macy finally having her family back together for Grace, having that father figure that she can still look up to. Um, Catmare Academy. Yeah. Like, lose, like kind of like when Dumbledore died, but Dumbledore was 10 times the role of. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uncle Finn. And that's not because Uncle Finn isn't any less of a. A character is just that Dumbledore was a manipulative son of a bitch and put Harry into positions where Harry needed needed him constantly. And then there's Finn who just doesn't pay attention. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore yeah. always knew what was going on. Finn literally never knows what's going on ever. Nope. All right. Well, um, Amber, I'm assuming next week we probably won't be getting on to court. Um, if you wanted, to- it depends on which shipping speed you used. Um, the because old- some things arrive very, very quickly, especially big boxes. Well, um, we'll we'll play it by ear, guys. And assuming that court doesn't arrive by next week, you can expect an episode maybe discussing the various bonus chapters because we do have all of them. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe we maybe can- some fan fiction. Yeah, we could we could do some maybe some fun things. Amber had talked about because she did a quiz, a crave quiz with her husband in one of the past episodes. Um, maybe Amber could try to quiz me. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll figure something fun out if if court hasn't arrived to her by then. But um, thanks so much for listening, guys. We appreciate you for sticking with us, even though sometimes we are. Uh, <laughs> inconsistent inconsistent due to life but we do appreciate you we're busy busy people we are busy people <laughs> i have 20 things on my to-do list today but we're here for you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and the thing is it's not just like oh i've got to record the podcast today it's like, i've got to read for the podcast today but i've also got to walk the dogs for the podcast today because if i don't they won't <laughs> sleep through it and they'll bark through it and then and then I'm like, well, if I'm taking them for a walk, I may as well also take my post with me. So then I've got to do it as a it's like a like a knock-on effect of all these things. <laughs> Once they're in a row, it's amazing. Yeah. And um I feel like I'm running the universe. But when when it's like tackling things like your sofa delivery <laughs> and, <laughs> and things like that, it's like I, my my docs are not in alignment. I can't do this. <laughs> uh. What we do for you guys, all the sacrifices. We love you. We love you. All right, guys. um, Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.